And this is Anastas. And we are the Uncommon Wealth Podcast. Uh, this episode is a little gory. And yeah, put a trigger warning right up at the top. Yeah, um, so just gonna, just gonna, if you're if you have a some... sensitive tummy and don't like to hear about uh, murders. Yeah, and, some graphic descriptions yeah. of violence. And on top of that, we continue to say our bad words, our pee-pees and poo-poos. We'll, we'll say those, too. Yep, so we'll make, a our, double make our swears. Yeah, we'll make our swears. So not the most oh, successful. It's, it's basically, you're coming to a Quentin Tarantino film today. <laughs> without the feet. Um, yeah, without the feet. And there's no Uma Thurman in this one. Yeah. And uh, Bruce Willis somehow just didn't, didn't want to come. He just said no. Hey, what a but, dick, man. Yeah. You know, I, said, I tried to get him on the bald-to-bald thing, and he just said, yeah. he kept saying... Samuel L. Jackson, though, he might show up later. Might do it. Yeah. He said maybe. Yeah, he said maybe. He said maybe, yeah. Did he say, did he say maybe or say, motherfucking maybe? Yeah. Yeah. Second one. Yes. Yeah. So that's probably, that's a maybe. Very, very nice guy. Song. I love him. I love him in those Capital One commercials. He's so good. Oh, he's fantastic in yep. everything. Yep. He's Nick Fury. Um, so. Yeah. Uh, or as I call him, Furious Nicholas. <laughs> so we're going to do a, uh, uh, something that's been covering a bunch of other pieces of media. Yeah. It's currently on Netflix. It's been on a, a bunch of I didn't of even know there podcast. was. I didn't, I didn't either. Until the research. Yeah. Say. Yeah. So, uh, what other podcast just did it? Uh, I'll, I'll address it a little later, but um, some other major podcasts have done it. So, okay. you may have heard of it before, and Maybe. I wasn't too aware of it. I just knew of the pop culture references that reference back to this point. But mm-hmm. we're doing the uh, the eerie pizza bombing incident of 2003, yeah. um, also known as the murder of Brian Wells. Yep. Uh, gave it away. He dies. <laughs> you know, it's way to bury the lead. <laughs> not yeah. It's it's um, it's public knowledge, but yeah. I mean. uh, and it's interesting because all these other pieces of media they'll spend like the Netflix series is four episodes long. They're yeah. each an hour long, and the um, there was a, a fairly long episode of it on a, on a murder mystery podcast and multiple episodes of other things. It's not so really a mystery. We know what happened. Well, well, it gets muddy, but yeah. for if you for you the listener, we're gonna try and condense it into an episode and make it accessible and yeah. simplify a little bit. But it's it's a fun Streamliner. one. Streamliner. It's a fun one for us, not for uh, Brian Wells. Uh, <laughs> no, he did not enjoy what. We're happened. making jokes because of reasons, and we'll we'll get to that. We're much gonna make later. jokes because that's the only way I can handle darkness. Yeah, and it is dark. I mean, the the video is it, it all happened live. Yeah, on television, you can see it. Fair warning, it is graphic. Yeah. Uh, we've both watched Bill it. Bill just saw it like literally five seconds ago. Before yeah, we, before um, we press and like board. I'm, I'm good with graphic material. Mm-hmm. I know not everyone is, so if you're not, I would not suggest watching it. Yeah, I wouldn't either. But um, it, or, or you know, you don't really need to see it. It's you know, you need a man dies. Yeah, but it it, it does provide some uh, an interesting lens through the the early kind of like like car chase scenario yeah. where people just are enamored by watching something happen and something unfold and, and it has some, some well, consequences to that. The old saying, it's like watching a train wreck. Exactly. You want to look away, but you can't. Exactly. But it's there. You know what I'd like to look away from? Hmm. It's Anastas offering me goddamn Schweppes before the episode started. Oh, yeah. And um, I apologize in advance. So I, I made the huge mistake of pouring out a, a sparkling lemon-lime uh, seltzer water and it over some rocks, or also known as ice. Yeah, and, and I didn't realize it makes this sound. Well, and and this punk ass offers me Schweppes of all things, not even goddamn LaCroix. I tell you, LaCroix. Who does he think I'm living under a bridge in Kensington? Offer me Schweppes. Schweppes is British. It's it's nice. It's, yeah, it's uh... for the pores. <laughs> Who do you think I am? All right, okay. This, you think, this you is, think, hold on. You think I'm a, a cast off gritty? Kensington Street Kensington, Dweller? Yeah. yeah. I'm just going to throw this I'm out the there. real deal, Honest Doss. I'm a classy broad. Well, so this is the only time in history that's a product from, from the Great Britain Islands has been viewed as worse than something from Tampa Bay, Florida. Because the quack. Uh, the bridge is from Tampa, right? It's a Florida thing. I don't know where the fuck it's from. It's oh, La, I know. LaCroix. La, La I think it's La LaCroix. I say LaCroix. 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 Like LaQuack. That's how I say it in, in French Canada, right? That's, 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 that's how I say it. That's how the real yeah. homies so say it. This is me trying to be nice to Bill, and he's and he's, he's I threw it back in his face. <laughs> he almost swiped it out of my hand. I said, get this shit out of my fucking face. Yeah. I don't want your Nancy Pantsy bullshit. We're going to talk it's, about murder. It's sparkling water, Bill. It's refreshing. It makes me feel like I'm drinking Sprite. I only sugar. drink it when we're talking about Joseph Priestley. That's a good idea. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're, you're we'll, we'll we'll do that. We'll have plain seltzer water without any flavoring because you don't appreciate my lemon lime flavor. I don't appreciate anything. 
Anastas is out here trying to give you all some ASMR tingles. Like like that Super Bowl commercial? Like the uh, the Michelob Ultra? What Zoe Saldana. Well, or no, wow, no, 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 fuck it was, me. It was Zoe Kravitz. Right? Zoe Kravitz, yep. Well, uh, this this proves how bad the commercial was. What was the brand that she was advertising? Was it Michelob Ultra? Or? Um, it definitely wasn't Miller yes. High Life. I know yeah, that. it was Ultra. It wasn't Miller High Life? I don't think it was MGD64, but it was. I think it was Michelob Ultra. Yeah, which is owned by Budweiser. Yeah. Uh, no corn syrup. No, <laughs> we have rice, but no corn syrup. <laughs> they're they're near beers for that very reason. Oh, but, those fucking dicks. Yeah. Also, Patriots won, so we're yeah. we're uh, whatever. We're, I knew one, it was gonna happen. There's one more stone in 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 the uh, in the Infinity Gauntlet for Bill Belichick. So Jesus, man, it goes. If yeah. anything, he's Mephisto, fucking controlling Thanos. Sorry, that's a that's a cut from the actual comic. Um, anybody wants to talk about that, get at me. Send us email. I guess it's only Thomas, probably. <laughs> Should we dive into it before we stray too far off? And yeah. Not, before we actually get in, turn into a full blown like Patriot smashing. Uh, <laughs> you just want you want you want to turn the episode could. or or as Bill said, a podcast about me learning new experiences. Yeah. Before the episode starts, he's like, I watched Alice in Wonderland for the first time, and I was like, the first time. Yep. The movie yep. from the fifties, the yep. first time? Yep. Yep. And, and it I was said, cool. We was could nice. just we could just do another shoot off pod that's just honest us experiencing normal American culture for the first time. Me having a corn dog for the first time? You've had corn I've dogs. had a corn dog. I, was yeah, yeah. Say, I think you've seen me eat a corn dog. I've what Ameri- always been there when you've eaten corn dogs. Food. I was in the wind. <laughs> what Americana foods have I not had? Um Pot pie. I've had pot pie. Shoe fly pie? I've had shoe fly pie. Um you pork and kraut you've had. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've had. A, I've had gator soup. I love gator. Gator stew. I think it was. A, I've had gator. Gator uh, gumbo. It was gator gumbo. Yes. Gator po boy was fucking. I think I've touched all the uh, Sest man effect. All the foods of. of well, food. now we gotta take it Olive Garden. <laughs> we know you've had fucking BK. <laughs> gotta love the Olive Garden. All right, let's dive into this. So, hey, that's where my family lives. Honest, <laughs> us. Um, that's where I'm gonna have my wedding reception at. It's where my goddamn ceremony's gonna be at. Back in the kitchen by the fryers. <laughs> Just kidding, they don't have fryers. They have the mozzarella sticks. They fry them though. Oh fuck, they, they do right? have mozzarella sticks. Yeah. Okay. All right. Anyway. So let, let's let's have. Oh, this. and also shout out to Jack Goyette. I told Jack I'd give him a shout out this week because I was gonna. He wanted me to go to trivia, but I did research instead. Oh, and shout I was out. like, I'll give you a shout out. Yeah. And uh, thanks for spreading the word of the pod, bud. He's been great at it. So it's, it's all worth it. It's all all those blood, sweat, and tears in 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 the rooms doing eating tape. We're eating tape, just studying. <laughs> just, just gotta watch how how those quarterbacks just how they cheat a little bit, just just cheating in. Yeah, you just double faking. Go 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 long, go long, Sonny. It sounds like you don't know what you're talking about, but you do. <laughs> all right, was, double move. That's the phrase. Double move. Yeah. Double move by the receiver. Yeah, double, to, to, to counter it's a, it's a pump the, fake by the yep. quarterback. No, 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 no. From the, I said cornerback. Cornerbacks cheating in. Oh, you said corner. Yeah, they're cheating in. You get. You gotta. Gotta. Gotta go the other way. With, All right, we need to get this back zag. on the rails. Normally, it's you on zig the- when they zag, Bill. Okay, so we're gonna do this. Uh, I'm gonna do a brief overview of all yeah. the players in this Before, drama. Do you have any experience with it? Uh, I've. I don't. I was like, did to, you know like, about? I it? didn't know about this really until I. Um, I. I don't know. I, I don't think I've heard about this until until you mentioned it and so I like, googled it. So like I knew about it. I'd seen a movie that we're gonna talk about, right? And that was pretty much it. Like I didn't know all the shit that we've uncovered. Not uncovered. Like people know about it, but that yeah. we've uncovered yeah. for yeah. ourselves. Our so. just our little brains just working and going. Oh my god, the synapses. All this it's, new information. Yes. So I'll go over the the major players in the in the, um, the the whole storyline. Get after it. And we'll get after it, and then uh, we'll dive into the actual event itself. So first person we're going to talk about is uh, Marjorie Deal Armstrong. Is that yeah. what you say her name? Deal. It's, it's D-I-E-H-L uh, hyphen Armstrong. She's a, she was a local criminal in the uh, Erie area. She was not a good person. No, she was a really bad person, but she was, and this is really key, she was set to inherit a large sum of cash from her wealthy father, yep. which sounds like a terrible uh, introduction to like a board game or something. Yo, like a, like it's a, like, a, like a murder mystery, like Clue. Yeah. Um, I, he was, I think it was something some in the, the ballpark of like $2 million. Yeah, right around that. Maybe a little more. Yeah, and she was desperate for cash, and she had a... Um, had a pretty rough kind of 
middle or I guess like early teens into into later life. So she she wasn't in the right crowds and yeah. she had a I think she may have diagnosed with as bipolar as well. But, yeah, she had a history of both um, hoarding and bipolar disorder. Right, right. And she was desperate for cash and was really upset at her father and upset is putting it lightly. Uh, yeah. She viewed her father as just giving away his wealth to different charities, but also to different friends and just yeah. not giving her the cash. And he frankly didn't want her to have the cash. So no, she, he didn't like her. He didn't like her at all. And she, she was really pissed at that. So she decided the logical thing to do was to get that inheritance real quick by killing her father. Right. So she... Fucking nuts. Yeah, absolutely nuts. But that's her brain worked, and she yeah. she wanted to hire a hitman to kill her father. And in order to do that, she got a quote from a hitman, kind of like you would any contractor to do a, yeah. a kitchen or a or a basement, well, a basement contract or something work. like that. You know, just just contract get killers. me a quote and two hundred fifty k. That's cool. I'll I'll do it. So she her goal was to get two hundred fifty thousand dollars. Wow. Um, also, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have said that's nuts. She she has she was, diagnosed disorders. Yes, but. Uh, um, also a terrible person. So that too. She has a history of violence or she had a history of violence. A bunch of people around her just died under mysterious circumstances yeah. and she never seemed to get the hit for any of them. Yeah. It's stuff slid off of her, man. Mm-hmm. She was like a goddamn grease pig. So weird. Like I saw her husband died under suspicious, um, suspicious causes. Yeah. She had other partners that A couple died. other lovers. Yeah. Um, she was actually arrested in 1984 for the murder of her then boyfriend, Robert Thomas. Uh, she was acquitted under self-defense, but this is like, it's at least, uh, four, three people three I think least, that, that yeah. have died on, um, around her. You and, think somebody would be like, something's rotten in the state of Denmark, huh? Yeah. And she, and she was known through, through the local authorities just yeah, like they, as a suspicious person. Um, next person we're going to talk about here is Bill Roth, Rothstein. Mm-hmm. And he uh, he actually called the police after the uh, the the event after the robbery uh, to confess. Uh, and we sh- there's a robbery that happens. Yeah, yeah, it, it, as part of a bigger thing. But yeah. yes, Anastas is alluding to it, but yeah. we, we'll get into it. Thank you for for pointing that out. I don't think we mentioned it was a robbery, but yeah, because when I was reading through the notes, I was like, "You're just saying robbery." Yeah, it's it's a it's one part of a bunch of series. Of, yeah, of it's events. a really convoluted, it's very convoluted. I, the I, FBI were known as saying that this was one of the most complex and bizarre cases they've ever handled yeah i i buy that i buy that uh so three weeks after the event after, after the robbery mm-hmm. he uh called the police and confessed that there was a body in his freezer right this is where he pops up uh he accused marjorie of killing the person in the freezer as part of a uh, as part of the plot to rob the bank right and which was to get the two hundred fifty thousand dollars. to get the two hundred fifty thousand dollars, right to get to get her father, killed. father killed exactly. So the, the already we're, it's it's muddied up, but then it gets yeah. even more, more muddy. But he uh, basically he was enlisted by Marjorie to help bury that body. Yeah, but just didn't want to go through with it. He he had a lot of a lot of stress about it, so he called the police, and uh, we'll go from there. We'll we'll touch on we'll touch on him yeah. a little later. Uh, next person is James Roden, who was the person that was stuffed in Bill Rothstein's freezer. Yep. Which is hilarious to me that he was like, oh, I shouldn't bury his body. I'm just gonna call the cops." Like, wow, crazy! This whole thing's crazy. The the whole, the whole thing's crazy. It is a wild, bonkers story. The like, whole thing's crazy. But he he uh, James Roden actually lived with Marjorie before his death, right? And apparently, he knew about the plot and was murdered by Marjorie because he wanted to tell the cops. He just he didn't think he didn't think it was a good idea. He didn't think it was a moral thing to do. He had cold feet and uh marge just wasn't gonna let that happen so uh he found himself stuff in the freezer terrible absolutely terrible next person here uh, kenneth barnes he was arrested in 2005 so a couple of years after the the incidents here he and i love these kind of characters in, in the world he bragged to his family that he was part of the plot <laughs> yeah. and that he got away with it he was one of the the few to get away with it yeah and um his family went right to the cops <laughs> He, when he was arrested, he accused Marjorie of being the mastermind. And this is the interesting part. So if he wasn't arrested, we wouldn't have had this, this little nugget there. He accused Brian Wells, who is the the, the, the person who we're going to talk about right after this. He accused yeah. him of actually being in on the plot, which was a nice wrinkle for the FBI to deal with. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they had to uh, <laughs> they had, they had unpack take that it, one. Take things into consideration. Yeah. So Brian Wells, we'll talk about Brian Wells here. 
He worked as a pizza delivery driver for uh, for a local pizzeria in Erie, uh, Mama Mia Pizzeria. Yep. Great name. Solid, solid stereotypical name for <laughs> yeah. a pizzeria. Uh, for, he worked there for like 30 years. He delivered pizzas, and um, he... On the on the day of the the event, he uh, he had a well. I, I guess I'll let you talk about that in a little bit. But he had an incident there, and um, something crazy happened to him. But he was the, he was kind of the the pawn to uh, to enact the whole yeah, robbery. But he was their uh, he, patsy. Yeah, he was a patsy, and he may not have. According to the very beginning parts of, of the investigation, he was just a, a really unfortunate person to dive into this situation. Yeah. Turns out he was a. Uh, a fully cooperating, uh, yeah, member. a willing participant until the very until, end. But yeah, yeah. Well, and we'll um, uh, actually, just Bill will talk about that a little bit. But do you want do you want to dive into the yeah, I'll get into the, a little bit the nitty gritty of it um, mm-hmm. and kind of try to keep it as clear as possible. It's yeah, it's kind of it's like we said, it's convoluted. Yeah. So and especially covering it quickly, but I think I think we'll we'll be able to get there. Yeah. Before we do that, though, um, oh, you fucking turd. Guy thinks he's fucking Zoe Kravitz. I'm uh, I'm I'm going out for that Schweppes advertising money. All right, well you know what? If she, I, I take back all the things I said about Schweppes now, if they're gonna they're gonna give like good good mm-hmm. advertisement money, it's not gonna happen. It's very refreshing. Yeah. Hope you fucking enjoy it. It's yeah. like a Sprite without sugar. All right, go ahead. Sorry. Very serious topic that I'm just derailing here with my. Uh, Usually it's me. Advertising. <laughs> See how it feels, Bill? At least it's a nice little change of pace. Feels good, Bill, huh? <laughs> it does feel good to make the jokes. <laughs> I'll make jokes. All right, you want me to make jokes? I'm a funny man. We'll never get through the episode, You're Bill. Right. <laughs> Go for it, Bill. Go ahead. So, uh, like you said, Brian Wells worked for Mamma Mia Pizza for 30 years um, as a delivery man. A delivery man. Yeah, I like it. It was nice. Uh-huh. He dropped out of high school in 73 and started working for them. Probably worked for them well. He was in high school, actually. Right. And he was considered a valued and trusted employee of the Mamma Mia Pizzeria. Mm-hmm. That flows off the tongue really nicely. Mm-hmm. Mamma Mia Pizzeria. still open. Did you know that people in Italy only travel by motorcycle and Yoshi? <laughs> it's true. True fact. Science fact. Uh, you mean... Confirmed. You mean... Uh... You mean uh, scooters, not motorcycles? No, no, no. I meant motorcycles. What are those little Vespas? Yeah, Vespas no, and motorcycles. Motorc- I guess. All right. What's the, I, that's what I said. Vespas are motorcycles. No, you didn't. Oh, my bad. Yeah. You said Yoshi. And Yoshis. Okay. Let's uh, let's go into into the, the fateful day. Motorcycles and Yoshis. <laughs> uh, uh, as as an Brian as- Wells took his company Yoshi. Um, no, on August twenty eighth, two thousand three. Uh, Wells received a call to deliver two pizzas, like you said, to 8631 Peach Street, uh, which is only a couple miles away from the pizzeria. But it wasn't a, a traditional location, though. No. It? It's, uh, it was the address for a transmission tower for TV station WSEE-TV. Weesey. Weesey. Yeah. I don't know if that's how you say it. But I'm sure it's WCTV. Yeah. Uh, oh, wow. I'm an idiot. <laughs> But it was it was at the, it was a, at the end of like a dirt path. It yeah, was, it's just it like was, a, like a dirt. It wasn't an road. open area. Well, it's a, it, yeah, it's a transmission tower. Have you ever been up by a transmission tower? Uh, yeah, actually, for for radio radio tower. But yeah, okay, yeah and uh. and you know it's just kind of that cleared patch in the woods. Yeah, and, it's huge. Yeah, they're enormous. But there's like one little shed there usually, and then fencing and mm-hmm. and the tower itself, and that's it. And so, according to law enforcement reports, Wells was allegedly meeting people who he thought were his accomplices, accomplices, and this included Kenneth Barnes. And at this point, like, this is kind of later in the investigation that these details came out, mm-hmm. but Wells was allegedly in on the robbery, mm-hmm. and was he was told he was going to be wearing a, a fake collar bomb. Right. And uh, if he was questioned by anyone, he was to tell them that he'd been forced to wear a live bomb by three black men and that they had held him as a hostage right and and fuck your racism first of all hilarious that that they're like okay this this fake bomb will will let me uh will will just free me and i'm just acting from out of fear but like when you have a guy two years later talking about bragging about this event like these people are stupid oh they're really dumb people they're dumb people like i but yeah, you're right. I mean, they're using using the the whole racist. Uh, have you seen the episode of South Park where uh, something happens to Cartman or whatever, and he blames like a Puerto Rican man, 
and like they're just looking out for Pokemon that no oh yeah I kind of know which one it's a classic but it's one, yeah but it's that same concept like oh just this, these minorities that yeah. that aren't really uh, it's horseshit they're just I, there's no other descriptors I have them just like the fact it's that they're just three black, black men, men you know? yeah like fuck you uh, fuck it's, you it's, pieces of shit <laughs> but yeah he was he was in on it uh, but at in the onset it wasn't very apparent like they they actually viewed him as a uh, as, yeah as, as, as a just, victim just a victim yeah yeah so. When he actually arrived at the television tower, he was told that the plot had changed and that the bomb was actually real. Which is hilarious. I'm sorry. Just like, I'm trying to think from his point of view. It's like, wait, it's an actual bomb? Like, I wouldn't tell him it's a real bomb. Yeah, like... Why would you tell him it's a real bomb? Yeah. He was just like, yeah, fuck this. So, yeah, he was like, yeah, fuck this. (laughs) And he didn't want to be part of it anymore, so he tried to get the hell out of there. Right. So he ended up grappling with Barnes and Rostein. Rostein or Rostein? I think it's Rothstein because they are Rothstein. Yeah, yeah, you're right, Rothstein. And uh, he tried to flee, but one of the men fired a gun, and that caused Wells to freeze because fucking obviously, right? And it's assumed at this point that's when the collar was affixed to his neck, right? And the other two men gave him the sophisticated, like homemade shotgun, which. Have you seen the video photo of that? Yeah, it looks like it looks like a cane. Yeah, it looks like a cane. It's pretty well done. I would suggest looking at it. I'll post a picture of it on social media. Actually, mm-hmm. that's what we'll post the picture of. Yeah, and it looked like a cane. And they gave him two pages of handwritten instructions, and the instructions were in- addressed to bomb hostage, which makes me think like, do you think they were going to try and find somebody else if Wells did- they couldn't get Wells to do it? I think they. Um... Or they were just trying to like. Be, I, th- I think it's like, trying to be as generic because they didn't want to have any connection to him. So if they made it look like it was random, mm, then it like would be it could less, have been a different chance, delivery man. Exactly, it would have been less chance of them being traced back to people that know him. Brian Brian uh, Wells, delivery man of the delivery man. The Mama Mia Pizzeria bomb hostage. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, uh, but but so, it, but anyway, the instructions were pretty detailed, right? In terms yeah, of what they, they had were. a series of strictly timed tasks to collect different keys that would delay the detonation and. Eventually diffuse it. So basically, like like a like a. It's basically um, a video game quest. Well, I was I was gonna say that like an egg hunt or something. Well, like, yeah, it's, it's like scavenger, scavenger hunt. hunt. Thank you. Yeah. yeah, it's it's very much like a scavenger hunt, but it's like it it really reminded me of a go fetch mission or a in, game of or a game of saw. Yeah, like bit. it's really similar to that. Like find the key or you blow up. Yeah. Um, it also warned Wells that he would be under constant surveillance, mm-hmm. and if he tried to contact authorities, it would result in the bomb's detonation. Mm-hmm. Uh, and at the bottom, it was written in like this quick scroll, ACT NOW, THINK LATER, OR YOU WILL DIE, in all caps. Yep, that's pretty pretty solid there. Um, and shout out to PNC Bank on Pete Street. Uh, they they were um, super cooperative, I guess. Or so, in a way they were, but... Well, they- they were, but they weren't. Um, so his first task was to like quietly, surreptitiously enter the PNC bank on Peach. And he was supposed to give a teller a note demanding $250,000. And then he was supposed to use his shotgun to threaten anyone who wasn't cooperating or attempting to did flee. Did it mention, did, did he have ammo? Or was it was it a functioning shotgun? Or? You know, I don't I'm know. It was functioning. I don't I'm know if he had any ammo, it was though. functioning. Um, yeah. I don't know. I probably had like two shells. Mm. Uh, but... Well, that's the th- if he if they gave him, he could have just shot Adam, people. He could have shot yeah. them. So but he's also terrified about because he has a collar on. It's him, a so. time bomb. Yeah, I don't know. So yeah, so he entered the bank and slid the note to a teller, and the note said that in 15 minutes the bomb would explode and that the full amount must be ha- handed over within that time. Uh, but the teller couldn't access the vault within 15 minutes. Like I'm sure there's multiple security protocols, right? So they just gave him a bag with eight thousand seven hundred and two dollars, and he fled the bank. <laughs> this is good enough. Fine He's just bar. like, oh, fuck it, <laughs> just ran. I uh, probably just wanted to get the fucking collar off. Like, yeah, I mean, I would too. Because the at dude's that point, clearly not playing with a full deck of cards. Yeah, I thought that too. But I mean, if you're, but if I you're, feel uh, bad for him. I, I do too. But if you're willing to, to do this and and rob people for that, and, you know, yeah. But he. He People likely would have done worse for less. He likely would have done something terrible if he didn't have a functioning collar on. But yeah, uh, ter- the whole fear of actually being blown apart, yeah, you know, it'll get me too. <laughs> yeah. So around 15 minutes later, police found him standing just by his Geo Metro and <laughs> arrested him. World's worst car. <laughs> yeah. Uh, There's not much worse you get. From it doesn't get a much Geo worse. Prism maybe. Yeah. <laughs> but they're it's the same car. Same. Yeah. 
Um, so he told the police the story that Barnes and Rothstein had told him about the three black men accosting him, right. forced him to commit the robbery. Right. So at this point, he didn't he didn't implicate any of them at all. He no. Just said he, he gave him the full on. He was just like, yeah, just the story, right? And uh, the police didn't attempt to disarm the bu- device right away, which like makes sense. They're just they're not trained. To they're do beat that. cops. Yeah, they're not trained to do that. So, but the bomb squad wasn't called until three o four p.m., which was like a half hour after the first nine one one call. Yeah, that seems weird to me. Like that, they probably just didn't believe it. But yeah, I, I agree with you. That's a terrible. But, but if there's a bomb threat, like you got to be on top of that. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I don't. I on one hand, I get the disbelief. On the other hand, it's a bomb threat. Do your job. So was it? Was it? Um, I don't know how much detail you went on this, but was it a? It was it actually a time bomb, or was it like a transmitter? It's, like it was a time bomb. It was a time bomb. Okay. Yeah. It was so that definitely would have been over the 15 minutes at that point easily. So well. The bomb then exploded at 3.18 p.m., which was three minutes before the bomb squad arrived. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So that would have put it at... So that's three. Probably around an hour. Yeah. Right? Yeah, okay, so I guess it wasn't 15 minutes, really, but... Yeah, well, because it had already been the 15 minutes. Yeah. And then it took a half hour, and then... Yeah, so probably around 45 minutes to an hour. Right. Okay. Um, I'll get into, like... It's definitely not a timer. I'll get into some of that intricacy. Okay. But yeah, I mean, it it blew up on him, and... Yeah. So, this is where it gets uh, kind of graphic. When the bomb detonated, it left a fist-sized hole in his chest, and he died within a matter of minutes. I can only imagine it was due to uh, his fl- lungs flooding from blood, and mm-hmm. because cause chest, that's where a lot of important stuff's right there. Yep. yep. Probably shrapnel in the heart and some aortic uh, issues. Yeah, but, yeah, that's pretty yep. pretty terrible. Yeah, I mean, fist size. That's yeah. That's fist a, is not it's small. A big hole. It's a big hole. Um, and it's believed that Wells was killed by Deal Armstrong and her conspirators so that they could reduce the number of witnesses against them yeah. and others. Yeah, that was my thought too. But so, do you, do you think it was initially a fake bomb, and then they decided just to, to put a real bomb? Do you think it was that was the idea? Anyway, I think the they meant time. to kill him the whole time. The whole time? Hmm. Yeah, I do. Sense. I and I, I think I touched on that later in the notes, but I don't think she gave a fuck about anyone but her. Absolutely not. No. And Especially so, when you look at her past. Yeah, like, I think if she could kill somebody to deal with, check it off a box, kind of, yeah, like, yeah. that's a problem. This, now is what I need, this is what I need to do to get white. Because, again, this whole thing is based around her wanting inheritance money, so. Right. Yeah. And, and to kill her father. Like, yeah. yeah. So, the explosion was broadcast on TV, and then the footage made its way online soon after. Right. And, like, different sites, like, probably um, E-Fucked and stuff like that. You remember e- those? E- E-Bombs of? World? Probably E Bombs World, yeah, yeah, all that kind of stuff. Eat 4chan now, <laughs> yeah, yeah. If it was, I don't know if it was around. Back I, I don't know if it was but, around in 2003, but but yeah, that but kind it, of stuff. It's terrible. Brock is on live television. Yeah, yeah. And police found they so the police did a trial run, mm-hmm. um, and they found that of the route he was supposed to run, right, the scavenger hunt, right, and. That even though the note claimed that Wells would gain extra time by finding keys, uh, this wasn't actually the case. Right. So when they traveled the route, they couldn't complete it in the time the note allotted to Wells. And that's police doing it with their sirens and everything. Right. So they got they got all the advantages of being yeah. able to clear out traffic and all that. So there's no way. Like was that's the, why I think he was going to be killed. No was the idea what. the key goes into like into like the actual bomb? And I think so. Like yeah. it was supposed to unlock or or twist. The timer back. The timer back, probably, yeah. or to maybe un- and maybe unlatch certain sections on the collar. Right. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I saw an image of the the bomb, the collar bomb, and it is it's like just a metal collar that latches. Yeah. It looks painful. It does look painful. It, it looks like it would suck. Well, in the video, because because I saw a video and Bill, you saw it right beforehand. Mm-hmm. It just looks like it's keeping him like it's holding him up a certain yeah. way. Because there's there's a lot less motion. Yeah, he looks stiff. Available motion um, on the on your upper body there. It looks like a harness almost. Yeah, you know, a harness is yeah. the perfect. So that event happened. Um, should we dive in a little bit into the uh, the actual like the aftermath, aftermath? I guess. Yeah. yeah. So on August thirty first, two thousand three, uh, Robert Thomas Panetti, who was a colleague of Brian Wells, was found dead in his home. Right. And Panetti was never directly linked to the crime, but investigators found that after it, his behavior changed, and he became really paranoid. Right. And if you think about it from that from, from his point of view, if he really if he was if he had no connection to the actual, or, but crime, if he had some knowledge, if he had, or, or if he saw his 
friend died through this really also mysterious that. way, you might think, oh man, am I next? Like, what? Right. Why? Why? Uh, if it was so random, maybe, it's, maybe I'm next. I'm yeah. Like, I think he's implicated, but I, I think so too. I, I'm based on off of absolutely no fact and just hearsay, but I, I, yeah, it's really suspicious. Well, and he was especially because he was going to be interviewed by police um, the day after his death. Okay, yeah, that makes yeah. And they did rule it an accidental overdose, but I mean that's a fun way to die, it's right? The, it's an easy way give, to give me all, hide give me it. All the uh, all the drugs. Mm-hmm. Mm. I mm. Yeah, that's that's so I that's a little harsh on my end, but yeah, yeah, it, it's 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 uh it's very very mysterious and. I mean, I don't think it's... I think he was killed. Yeah. I think they made him OD. It probably didn't even need to be forced entry. Like, he probably just let him in. in. Yeah. But on September 20th, Bill Rothstein, who lived near the radio tower... Did he? Wow. Okay. um, Stupid people, man. Why would you put that close to your home? So... It's stupid people. But he called police to inform them about the body of James Roden, like you said earlier. Mm Mm-hmm. Um... So before the arrest, but after the phone call, Rothstein wrote a suicide note stating that his planned suicide had nothing to do with Wells, but then he never actually attempted suicide. Oh. So it's, uh, that's weird. It is weird. It's a weird little wrinkle in there, like... He thought about it. He thought about it, uh. and then he wanted to clear his name about Wells, which means motherfucker was did part it. of yeah. it. Uh, that, is, that is really odd. It's a weird, yeah... Once in custody, Rothstein confessed to helping Marjorie Dew Armstrong hide Roden's body and clean up the scene of the murder for two thousand dollars. Right? Yeah, I didn't mention the I didn't mention the transactional yeah. aspect of that. Um, he claimed he called the police because he was afraid of Marjorie, who was dangerous and manipulative. Which, yeah, no shit, Sherlock. Like, woman's terrifying. Right. Right. But unfortunately, he um, he didn't last very long after that actual event because he unfortunately was no. diagnosed with, uh, with with cancer, right? Yeah, so on July 23rd, 2004, Rothstein was admitted to Mill Creek Community Hospital for lymphoma and he died of it at the age of 60 on July 30th, 2004. So, so just under a year uh, afterwards. No, right? like a week. 2003. Right, because the 2004 actual, yeah. and 2004. Oh, 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 yeah, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I meant the, uh, yeah, but I, I mean... Oh, a you meant a week, event, a year after, after the, the event. event. Yeah, but a week so, after... Yeah, right, and that, that is pretty terrible. Um, yeah. But, but yeah, that, that is definitely unfortunate. So, Rothstein's friend Floyd Stockton... Also, maybe Stockling... Does it come up in different, different yeah, spellings? ...was also believed to be involved in the plot, and uh, he lived with Rothstein at the time it happened. Right, so he likely knew about it, at least. But he was granted immunity for his testimony against Rothstein... But then he never was actually called to testify in court because Cause, cause of because Rothstein's, yeah. Right. In January 2005, Deal Armstrong pleaded guilty but mentally ill to Roden's murder and was sentenced to seven to twenty years in prison. And that's specifically for Roden's murder, for Roden's murder, not, not for the plot, not, not for Wells, not for the bank robbery, for Roden's murder. Right. So in April of that year, she told a state trooper that she had information about the Wells case. Totally trying to get a get a lighter sentence. She's trying to get a deal. Get, get out, right? So she met with FBI agents and told them that she would tell them everything if she could be transferred for Muncie State Penitentiary to a minimum minimum security prison in Cambridge Springs. So yeah, she's yeah, trying she's to trying get that to get plea deal. Sort of deal. Yeah. She informed the FBI that she provided the kitchen timers for the bomb, and that Rothstein was the mastermind, and that Wells was directly involved. So she mm. also okay, she said also that. right. Okay. Um. And then the FBI affidavit also confirmed that two witnesses had seen Wells having conversations about a month before with the, these groups. Right, with the group, right. Yeah, before the uh, robbery attempt happened. Right. Because yeah, you would think it would take a long, a lot of detail, a pretty long time to, one, make yeah. the bomb and... And to plan, plan that out, out and, especially with as convoluted as the whole thing was. Yeah, because they had, they had the, whole, the whole scavenger hunt and everything like that, right. too, and... I mean, maybe uh, maybe it was really really was designed to help give him more time, but it it does seem like it was. I don't think it was, he, think it was he either. Was, he was destined to die. Yeah, but it, it's uh, convoluted is a great word for it. The whole Very thing accurate. is just like it's it's like t- doing a fucking newspaper uh, m- labyrinth maze when you're a kid, <laughs> and you're yeah. all you get you don't see the p- cl- path clearly because. You're fucking. You don't have the golden spool of thread like they did, and that's in the Minotaur. Got him. 
I went from a newspaper to the actual to, labyrinth. Yeah. Yes, you did. But I like it. And this, the bomb is, just is the Minotaur. A, I'm just waiting for a Shining reference. The end of The Shining. What, the, the maze. I, what, I've never heard. What? Have you seen The Shining? What's The Shining? You're kidding, right? He's fucking with me. Your face. I I don't know what you're... The Shining? That... Stephen King's The Shining? Stephen Stanley, King? Stanley Kubrick? Kubrick? Who are these people? Oh, God. Bill's... Red Ram. Bill, Bill <laughs> Red Ram. Yeah, I've seen... I Bill has this look in his fucking face. Um, how many times have I wrong footed you pretending not to know what the oh yeah the brownies too many times <laughs> oh yeah earlier today I uh, offered Bill some clearly store bought brownies clearly store bought brownies he's like oh that's nice did you make these and I uh, I stared at him like is he fucking with me a mouthful I was just like these are delicious you did a great job <laughs> yeah, I was like make them with love Bill it had, it had a five dollar sticker on it like it said there was a sticker on it <laughs> I, I believe that they were home baked yeah, yeah homemade stickers too. But anyway, they, um, <laughs> oh, where was I? <laughs> uh, so, um, in, yeah, Kenneth here Barnes, right? Yeah. yeah. So in late 2005, Kenneth Barnes, one of the conspirators, uh, who was also an ex-television repairman. So I think that's part of where the, the TV station, the might? TV station came into play. He was like, oh, you could just go up there. Nobody goes up there. Right. He was in jail on unrelated drug charges and like you said, he was turned in by his brother-in-law because he was bragging about details of the case, the Wells case to so him. So stupid. Like, so damn stupid. How fucking dumb could you be? I mean, like you said, a lot of these people had very specific goals in mind and yeah. didn't, they weren't working with a full deck of cards. Yeah. You know, they're just Lights are on, people. but no one's home. Yeah, right? <laughs> Big dumb idiots. Jesus. But Barnes was also a friend of Dio Armstrong. And he claimed that she was the mastermind of the plot. Right. Right. He, that seems pretty clear. A yeah. Pretty clear thread amongst everyone. He told investigators that he would tell them the whole story for a reduced sentence. And he told them that Deal Armstrong wanted to pay Barnes to kill her father because she was belie- she believed he was wasting the inheritance. Hmm. Um, yep. So Barnes was supposed to be the hitman. Right. And uh, which? So she didn't even go like. Yeah, fucking professional hitman. Just, just, just an a, ex, an ex uh, TV repairman. Yeah, just, just a dude, yeah, just a guy. I mean, probably, probably involved in crime, but but that means that he, I guess, he set the price. He's yeah, like, this is my price. Do you think mil. he just asked Jeeves what the what their going rate for hitmen was? Jobs dot com, man. Glassdoor. <laughs> I was gonna say Glassdoor. <laughs> got on Indeed. On Indeed. Oh my god. Um, what's the median uh, salary for a hitman? Hey, Craigslist. <laughs> what about, what's, the, what's the price for wet work? <laughs> oh, that is not what I thought it was getting into. Oh, you, oh, I don't want you to pee on me. Oh god. <laughs> we make light because otherwise I'd be crying. Yeah, this, this is a pretty fucked up story. But, yeah, it's sad, know. dude. It's just wild. Uh, and in July 2007, U.S. Attorney Mary Beth Buchanan hmm. announced that the investigation was over and that Deal Armstrong and Barnes were both charged with a crime and Deal Armstrong was the mastermind. Right. Uh, Rothstein and Wells were also indicted as conspirators. And Buchanan argued that events happened as, like, I've described them. Right, exactly. This the, is how it went down. That's... I, honestly, that probably is the way it went down. Mm-hmm. Like, with him being forced to wear it after thinking it was going to be fault you know fake right and then, otherwise why would you wear it right like yeah, fuck yeah. that dude i wouldn't wear like, it I, I get the guy wasn't like einstein but he's not that like nobody wants to wear a fucking bomb but so on july 29th 2008 u.s district court judge sean j mclaughlin made an initial finding that marjorie deal armstrong was mentally incompetent to stand trial for the bombing um due to multiple mental disorders right and a, a big theory of that was she was kind of Really turn on the juice to make it yeah, seem like she was... Yeah, that she was playing it up a bit. Exactly. Which is possible. Yeah. I mean, and, it, but she, it, like, again, she definitely had... She definitely had, had some, and but definitely dangerous and manipulative as well. Right. As described. Yeah. Above. So blue. Before, not above. This isn't an essay. Mm-hmm. Ha! <laughs> Sorry. I had to release some of the tension in the room. Yeah, because... Bill's just mad that I'm drinking seltzer water. Fucking prig. Thinks he's goddamn Kellogg out here. (laughs) You know, Kellogg, not a Pennsylvania man, but a health nut. 
also wouldn't let people nut. Thought masturbation was both immoral and bad for you. Have you seen the uh, the drunk history episode on him? On him? They go into maybe some pretty good detail about that. Yeah, pretty I good. To watch it. Yep. He uh, no no nut November, but all the time. Yeah, he had his own hell spawn yeah. stuff. Yep. So, so anyway. totally random. <laughs> yes. Sorry about that tangent. <laughs> you the, you the listener are now more learned about Kellogg's nutting. Yeah, Kellogg's I'm sorry. Nuts. I apologize. Honey nut Cheerios. Oh God. <laughs> Is that even a Kellogg brand? I don't think it is. No, I don't know. The uh, ruling would. Oh fuck, Christ, dude! I can't think now. So the, the ruling it was it was a it was a reviewed. Just uh, thinking about Kellogg's saggy old full of oh, semen enough, nuts. Enough, enough. Oh god, you went so much further than I did. <laughs> so um, she. Well, well, <laughs> I'll let you go, Bill. So her ruling would be reviewed after she received a period of treatment in a mental hospital. Mm-hmm. So she was transferred to a federal prison mental health facility in Texas. Right. Because um, everything's bigger in Texas. Yep, including their uh, health care, apparently. Yeah, I guess. But, um, but uh, on uh, September 3rd of 2008, though, Barnes actually pleaded guilty to uh, to, to the whole heist, though, yeah. right? To the whole, to the to whole the, plot. The bank robbery and aiding and abetting and murder. Right. And he was sentenced to a pretty long amount of time, right? Yeah, so in... On December 3rd, 2008, Barnes was sentenced to 45 years in prison by a federal judge in, by a federal judge in Erie. Yeah, 45 years. Solid. Nice and solid. Yeah. yeah. And he, he was older at the time, too, I think, so. Mm. Probably. That's a whole life yeah. sentence, basically. Um, after several schedulings and reschedulings due to Bates over Deal Armstrong's competency to stand trial, she was finally forced, well, not forced, she finally stood trial in October 2010. And that was an eerie, and she took the stand to testify on her own behalf as part of her defense. It's just ballsy. ballsy. Yeah. yeah. Kellogg's ballsy. <laughs> but she, she kept asking for um, for a bunch of different stipulations. Like she tried to change yeah, she tried venue, to get right? a change of venue. Uh, she said that the extensive media coverage of the case prevented her from receiving a fair trial. And McLaughlin was denied this request, saying, <laughs> this is, and I quote, well, he said that while the allegations were unusual, he said, quote, the coverage as a whole has been as factual and objective as it could be under the circumstances. Yeah, I mean, you're not really tainting the the audience with facts because they're facts. Right. You know what I mean? So He's like, yeah, fuck off. Yeah. But she was uh, she was convicted, though, and uh, no, shortly after, and just a month after that, right? Yeah. So November 1st, 2010, she was convicted of armed bank robbery, conspiracy to commit armed bank robbery, and of using a destructive device in a crime. Yeah, that's that's and especially that last one, you know the yeah, that's the, that's uh, the big one. You got a weapon, you yep. use a weapon, but so on February twenty eighth, two thousand eleven, she was sentenced to life in prison, and that was to be served consecutively with the prison term previously imposed in two thousand five for Roden's murder. Mm-hmm. So it just it's bang bang. She's never coming out. Yep. Um, and in November twenty twelve, the Court of Appeals for the Third Circuit affirmed her conviction, and in t- January 2013, the U.S. Supreme Court denied her petition for, uh, I believe it's pronounced Sertiori. Wait. Sertiori? Sertiori. Anyway, so... I it's, mean, a, it's a yeah. process in the U.S. Uh, for seeking judicial review by a superior court to an inferior one. So, like, the Supreme Court could overrule right, right. the uh, Circuit of Appeals and, and so on and so forth. So basically, they're like, you can't have this Certi try or, yeah. Certiorari? God, if you're a lawyer listening to this, I'm so sorry. Yeah. So sorry. C-E-R-T-I-O-R-A-R-I, if you anybody wants to look into it. Yeah. It's kind of interesting. Again, like, you're, this case is, is, doesn't meet the requirements to go yeah. to a court above it. Um, and in December 2015, she lost a second appeal, and she eventually died in prison of breast cancer on April 4th, uh, 2017, at the age of 68. Mm. Yeah. So she also died of uh, cancer too. Uh, yeah, I thought that was kind of kind of weird. Yeah. Radio towers. Yeah, Team towers. Erie. I mean, Erie Canal. <laughs> yeah, I was just full, chock full of radiation. Really unfortunate, but um, but she was an asshole. So yeah, she's a fucker. Um, but there's a new wrinkle though. Uh, yeah. As soon as, la- as last year though, right? Yeah, this is very recent. In 2018, Jessica Hoopsick. Oh, what a name! What a name, dude! What a name! Uh, she admitted to being part of the plot, and she was a prostitute and involved in drug rings in 2003. And two of her regulars were Wells and Barnes. <laughs> Regular, 
I mean, everybody needs a little loving, dude. That's funny. I mean, there's no shame in sex work. But I guess they can find me Protect in sex workers. Protect yeah. sex workers' rights. But it's just... just a, sorry, a little... It's just funny because it's uh, bad people. Oh, they're well, bad well, people. Wells, Wells and Barnes, and Barnes yeah, are bad just, people, yeah. yeah. But, well, so, so, yeah, it was something... Go ahead. So, in a Time article by Melissa Chan, she, uh, Hoopsick was noted as saying, uh, a conspirator approached her to find a gopher who could be scared into robbing a bank. And you know that term gopher, right? Like go for this, go for that. Oh no, I I just I just connect you as like as like a patsy, but that's a pretty pretty nice. Yeah, go for this, go for that. I'm surprised you don't know that. That's no, a, no, no, yeah, be good. Um, but I guess I guess she she kind of brought up Wells as a as an ideal. Yeah, she um in the documentary Evil Genius that came out on Netflix, mm. she said that she identified. Well, first she identified the conspirator as Barnes, uh, the person, the person that asked that her. that yeah. approached her, right? And then, which like obviously, yeah, yeah. Makes sense. And then she recommended Wells because he was a pushover. Oh, which Jesus, dude! So it just, it just keeps getting worse <laughs> so and worse for so this pathetic. dude. Yes, he is pathetic. It's a pitiable figure. But she, I mean, this is like fifteen she, years after the fact, right? right? Yeah. And she expressed regret for her part in the plot, and she claims that Wells had no advanced knowledge of the bank robbery. And who knows? Like she, yeah. she, she how, 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 how much she does she that, really yeah. know? And so, because an ATF agent, Jason Wick, stated that Hoopsick was actually uncooperative in 2003, and authorities believed she knew more than she let on. But he also stated she might not be a credible witness, right. which like which makes sense why makes her sense. name yeah. didn't pop up earlier in that. Right. I guess. Yeah. Interesting. But let's talk about the the whole goal of the whole incident. Like uh, the this is. Might be the wildest part to me, which I enjoy. Yeah. So Deal Armstrong never even got the inheritance that she wanted so badly. The estate was once valued at over two million dollars, but her father's gifts to friends lowered it to under two hundred thousand dollars by the time of his death in two thousand fourteen, at the age of ninety five. Yeah, and that's great. Like he lived a long time. <laughs> so would, yeah, like, yeah, and she uh, she definitely wouldn't have gotten. I guess he got the last her, laugh, huh? He, he did. Well, he definitely started giving that money away to like. Well, and, and I read somewhere that he and he mentions as well too. He did not enjoy her lifestyle. Mm. Like she she could never really hold down a job, and she was yep. manipulative and and was into drugs and all that. Yep. So. Uh, <laughs> his name was Harold Deal, by the way. Harold Deal, yeah, I don't think we mentioned that, right? And uh, he cut off financial support to her decades ago. Decades, decades before yeah. 2003. Wow. Uh, because he didn't like her lifestyle. Uh, and <coughs> Excuse me, I'm sorry. Okay. I'm a little dry. You know what would help that dryness? A little dry like the hair. Some, some seltzer water. Get your goddamn schweps out of my face. I'll tell you what, you... Swepping idiot! You know what I'm gonna do with your schweps? Pour it out the window. No, and watch you cry. Not my schweps. Not my seltzer water. You fucking swepping swep. I'm gonna replace swear words with schwep now. <laughs> so I mean, all right, let, let's let's uh, to get let's back to stay it. Stay a little bit on track. But how much did he did leave her a little something though, right? Yeah, he left her two thousand dollars. <laughs> um, I love it. But when he died, there were outstanding medical bills, so the estate was obligated to pay it. So she didn't get shit. No, and she was also in jail, so that would have been nice commissary money. But uh, yeah, that's he it. Didn't, didn't even get that. So, um, what a story, though, man. It's a wild story. Like, I just wow. It's it's very intricate, and you can see why there's different films about different pop culture references but also like a four-part netflix series like it's yeah. a lot of a lot of crazy shit that happened but so you want to talk about some of that pop culture yeah, let's talk about the, the pop culture impact pop here. that pop that culture. Uh, and, and a lot of these we've already kind of mentioned but i want to uh, see your culture pop yep you get so, it nope i'm not gonna sing the real lyrics then no. 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 so the, somebody uh, will have gotten my reference yeah so in uh, in May of 2018, Netflix released a documentary called "Evil Genius: The True Story of America." It's really cool. They're doing. They did a documentary about the brewery in Philly. <laughs> Evil Genius: The True Story of America's Most Diabolical Bank Heist. Which, as a side note, I think is way too long of a title. It's um, and and I put this in the notes here, but it's kind of like like that old like Jonathan Swift uh, 18th century book, a modest proposal for preventing the children of poor people from being. A burden to their parents and country, and for making them beneficial to the public. 
That's the one where he told people to eat the poor. Right. Yep. Eat, yep. Eat the yep. Irish children. Yep. It's it, all it's satire. Children. Yep. Uh, but it's again, that's like a that's that's like, but it's, way it's, too many words. They're, yeah, they're both very and, long titles. Well, I mean, like 18th century, everybody was titling their stuff like yeah, exactly. that. It would be it would be the main title, and then they would put the word "or" and then continue with like a synopsis of the story. Yeah. But yeah, so that that was uh, that was the Netflix documentary, which is available now, and also different podcasts. So have you, have you ever listened to my favorite murder? Uh, it's pretty. I know pretty, people who love it. Yeah, it, it's it's uh, they'll, they'll take a different topic in every episode. I only listen to our podcast. It. It's not true. There's a lot of good stuff out there. I listen there. to a lot of podcasts. <laughs> Uh, but that, that's 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 you how could, you they, couldn't uh, do it without loving the material. No, you really couldn't. I mean, it's it's I I love this medium. It's a great medium. Yeah. Uh, but that was back in 2017, and then uh, stuff you should know, which is um, probably one of the first podcasts that I kind of got into. Yeah. Uh, they uh, they came out with an episode in 2018 um, on the on the topic. And, okay. Uh, so we're late to the game. <laughs> well, we're late to the game, but also this has been brewing, and uh, I, I bet the. Her, her death, but also these um, yeah. new allegations that people coming up. out later. Yeah, kind of keep it going. They're like Diana Ross. I'm coming out. Mm-mm. I want the world to know. I help that man go down. I'm coming out. Oh, hey, hey, got, I want the world to Bill, know. Chill out. Brian chill Wells out. was dead. All right, there you go. I was gonna say, gotta chill up some more lyrics, cause uh, cause uh, don't want to get sued. Like Gladys Do Knight. You- you, there are much bigger podcasts than us. I, Dana Ross. Dana Ross, right? You fucking rube. What is wrong with you? I'm the same person that didn't realize uh, that I hadn't seen Alice in Wonderland until this year, okay? Bill. Alice in Wonderland notwithstanding. <laughs> Diana Ross is a goddamn goddess. Uh, uh, as an aside as well. Biggie uh, sampled her, for God's sake. Yep. Who's Biggie? I'm going to punch you. I'm gonna throw you out this goddamn window. Pour all my Schweppes. <laughs> bet you, bet you like Tupac better, don't you? I like Biggie better than Tupac. Okay, yeah. they're both great in their own way. Yep, yep, yep. We're all we're all uh, open and then uh, accommodating here at the Uncommonwealth Podcast. That's right. To all your listening tastes. Um. So I was gonna say, don't get. I don't want to get sued. <laughs> we're not gonna get sued. Yes, we will. By Dana Ross, she's very litigious. Her team is very litigious. Buddy, she's dead. They still have teams. Michael Jackson's dead. They still sue everyone every every fucking yeah, two but days. Yeah, we're fine. We're yeah. tiny. We're small time. All right, fine. Let's. let's you know what we should do for the beginning of this episode? We'll we'll, we'll play Michael Jackson's <laughs> Thriller at the beginning. Let's see what happens. Okay. See what happens. I want to do that. I'm I'm not gonna do that because I'm gonna get so fired up. <laughs> uh, okay. So the the this whole uh, event and and kind of mystery that came along with it. Uh, was featured on America's Most Wanted three different times. Yeah. Every time there was an update, they would they would pop it up. Uh, I think in 2004 was the first one, but every time there was a twist or a new thing came out, right. they would uh, would include. I think it was 2005 was the first episode actually. But okay, that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, really, really, uh, really rare for them to hit something multiple times like that. But mm-hmm. uh, this this was I found the most amusing out of all of these pop media references. So in 2006, there was a show on NBC that was very short-lived, um, was canceled almost immediately, five, five episodes in. Um, the pilot of the, of the show called, called Heist, <laughs> called Heist 2006. It was, a, it was a pilot. It was titled a pilot like every other pilot's titled. And it, it, it starred Zac Efron as, um, as the victim, I guess. It play, he played a teenage pizza delivery driver who got killed by a collar bomb. Cherry on the nose. Yeah, that's real uh, and, right there. Um, and yeah, so Zach Efron, 2006. This is like the the his peak, I guess, or his early peak. And then like he went dormant for a bunch of years, and then like now he has a, has a whole dude. He's renaissance. funny. Oh, he, he is hilarious. But this is back during like High School Musical. Yeah, Zach Efron. And so he bangs with the bangs. Yeah, right with the bangs exactly. But he played the pizza delivery driver. Which again, if you're NBC, it's a little little a little, a little on the nose. Yeah, especially considering that I, I don't at this time I think. It wasn't clear that Wells was in on it. Yeah. So it looked like they were just hitting on and, and beat, you know, poking at this this terrible victim. So, the family has argued that he wasn't in on it. Right, and they too. still do. Yeah, right. They still were like, no, he's he's an innocent boyo who got duped. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and you mentioned this as well. Um, I, did you mention this earlier? This the movie. Off, I've was, seen the movie. Was this yeah. was this off was this off air during the air? I don't remember. When you mentioned this, but thirty minutes yeah, or less. I mentioned it at the beginning. Okay, yeah. So uh, it was a 2011 film, which uh, 
great cast. I mean, Jesse Eisenberg, yeah, dude. Danny McBride, Aziz Ansari, and uh, Nick Swartzen. But depicted a pizza, pizza delivery man driver, uh, you know, robbing a bank and being forced to wear a collar bomb. Yeah, I don't. I haven't seen it actually, but it's um weird. It's a weird movie, especially now knowing more about it. I, I remember watching it when it came out. Probably rented it at fucking West Coast Video or something. Oh, what? You had West Coast Video too? Yep. So, yeah, I know these feel like I, there, was a, there was a block bus, like literally on the next block over. My dad was mm-hmm. like, we're doing a Hollywood video. Um, nice. Cause, cause, just because he's like, I don't want to deal with it. It was always, block oh. bus, it was too crowded. Oh, they're pain yeah, ass. Pain we, ass. we only had West Coast Video. West Coast Video is great, though. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's awesome. That's, yeah. Yep. Um, but anyway, but yeah, uh, I, that, that about does it for the for the events. But it's a pretty crazy. I think this is one of the wilder ones we've done. Yeah, just as far as full on bonkers. Yeah, like uh, and just a wild, wild story, almost as wild as the wild, wild west. I didn't expect you to go that route, but yes, yes. I mean, good old Erie, just just crazy shit, man. Yeah, like, I mean, I guess when you get all that snow, people start <laughs> to go a little nuts. That's uh, just like. A crazy lady just wanted her inheritance and and was willing and to kill, just, for, like, it. kill and for it. Killed a lot of people. And dude, two, a lot of people. Two million dollars isn't that much fucking no, money, dude. That's like that's... it's a lot of money. Don't get me wrong. I would kill for two. Well, <laughs> yeah, but would you? Because like, no, I wouldn't actually kill out. for. Like, yeah, like I would be really happy to have two million dollars. But like, exactly, that shit runs out. Yeah, and like that's that's like a lifetime, maybe. But like, your kids have to work, and I don't. Right. She, she didn't have kids, but um, but re- regardless, like. It's like a billion dollars. Like I mean, fuck, two hundred fifty thousand just to kill. Yeah, right. So one hundred seventy-five right there. It's just stupid. It makes no sense. And like, what are you gonna do? Laund- like, start a business in laundry? Like, what are you gonna do with yeah, that like, cash? Like yeah. drug rings, prostitute rings, maybe. I don't know. With her. Yeah. But yeah, um, dude. Do you have a town name for me, Bill? I do. I've got a good, good town name. What's that good, good town name? We'll give it to you. We'll push it real. Good to good. Me, baby. Good to me. So I got one. Ooh. My thing moved. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, I got one that I don't think is great. It's just King of Prussia. Oh, yeah. That's us. That's that's right by here. The I the world's... Uh, the most mall space. Yeah. Not the biggest by square footage, but the biggest by mall... By actual store space in the country. I know. Um, a lot of... I guess a lot of people outside the state find it a weird name, though. I've, I've had people yeah. from, like, outside be like, King of Prussia? Yeah. It is weird when you think it's, about it. It is a weird name. Yeah, now, now I think, because I'm used to it, you're used to it. Yeah, I don't even think twice about it. I yeah, just, I mean, we, we I both work there, it's yeah. KOP, and, like, the mall's are real famous. It is a famous mall. Like, people know about it, mm. but... It's funny, because it has, like, like the, the normal mall, and then, like, the high-end mall area, which, like... Yeah. You have, like, the Cartier, and, like, the... Oh, there's, like, there's like, the nice high shit. There. And then you have, like, Kohl's. Hey, hey. Yeah, Kohl's is fine. I, I should have a Kohl's, but I just, like, you know... It's not, but, it's not, but like, it's not Nordstrom. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's a I, Tesla store in it for God's sake. I know dude. <laughs> it's, it's, it's wild. <laughs> it's a really wild. And then like the, the town itself is kind of weird. Like, cause it's not oh, like a town town. I hate that town, dude. It's just like highways. The whole thing is highways. Yeah, it's all highways. And some, some like there's a Morton's. No, the Morton's is in the mall. Morton's of Chicago. The whole up. thing is in the mall. Like, uh, well, there's some places outside the mall, like yeah. around. And, then, and there's some like cool, but then the you think, you're talking about like, like Bridgeport and stuff, like where right? Like, like there's more a normal area. Yeah, it's got a main street and everything. Yeah, there's no main street. In, yeah, there's in, some apartment there. complexes. There's a big ass Wawa. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's basically just like corporate. The Target. The Target, but it's basically just like a bunch of corporate office like, yeah. spaces. There's not even like any good bars. No. Well, they're all like literally like there's like Fox and they're Hall, like I think, ch- which is yeah. there at the mall. There's too. they're all chain places. Yeah. Even the uh, brewery in places, it is right. a, is a chain. Um, Rock Bottom. It's a chain. Yeah, it's a oh, chain. I didn't know that. I learned that recently. Yeah. Not recently, probably a year or so ago. But yeah, um, yeah, I'm not a big fan of KP, but I mean, I mean it, it's fun. It, it brings a lot of but a lot of people to the area. It does. It's, it's cool. a lot, and there are a lot of companies out there. I mean, both companies I've worked for since being in Philly are in KOP. Mm-hmm. Great. And and they're also working on a on a commuter connection yeah. via SEPTA, which will really help out. It'd be huge. Yeah. Name for Frederick the Second. Was it? Yep, that's who it's named for. Um, mm. But I know, like, when people when I had to give addresses to people from out of state, they're like, "King of Prussia." Like, can you spell that? Is that, is that, that one, one word? word? <laughs> yeah, I've had that a bunch of times <laughs> yeah. too. Yeah. Which is I, I don't know that many towns that have or cities that have. I mean, three, three three words. words. Yeah. I mean, you get like San Francisco, San Antonio, Newcastle upon Tyne, New York, <laughs> like, but but New Orleans. I mean, there's there's a lot. 
but it's usually like new. Yeah. It's it's even bird in hand is hyphenated. Yeah, why isn't King Prussia hyphenated? Hmm. I don't know. Hmm. Maybe because why was it named Fredericksburg? You that would I mean? make like, more sense. Yeah. Maybe because they wanted to be unique. They do want do want to be like the the uh, Virginians. It's Fred Springs, Virginia. Virginia's got a lot of issues right now. Yeah. Yes, they do. Woo. Yeah. Guys got to resign, but um, yeah. Yeah. Kop. Kop. Yep. Not 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 as fun of a. Of I a, got another of one. A name, but ah. You want to save it? Save, save it for save it for, save, a, for a happy for, day for next week. Um. I mean, I th- I think we had our comedy with the. There were a couple the, couple with the nut. Yeah, a couple bits in there. Not a not a uh, bit heavy episode. Yeah, cool. It's well, it's a lot of detail and information, but yeah, I mean, I think you got enough bits with the uh, mushrooms. (laughs) Last episode, it's just it's just the whole like fifteen year swath of stupidity. Yeah, dude. It's just you know you sit back and you think about you're like wow what a what a wild wild ride for. Not ultimately that much money. Yeah. Also, like, the bank robbery is... I just read a thing about this, too, right before we did this, about how bank robbing isn't really profitable because you're never going to get into the vault within the time that you you need it. Right. And he only got $8,000. Yeah. That's, like, usually the most you're going to get is, like, $10,000, $12,000. And, again, just imagine if there wasn't a bomb actually attached because it was just a fake... Yeah. Going back to Marjorie Dealing Armstrong and with eight thousand dollars, she would have killed him. She would have definitely killed him. And you know, just some random fuckhead, uh, just like, yeah, I'll, I'll be your hitman for yeah a quarter million just dollars. Some dude, like, some ex-TV repairman. <laughs> yes. These aren't pros. Uh, it's just, it's just like, really, yeah. really well, funny. Maybe that, maybe, know, maybe it was it's, a pro. Who knows? Well, no, I'm gonna say maybe that's part of why it didn't work. They're not pros. No, uh, pros get caught too. Yeah. I, I've read this before about how most big crime isn't professional. Like, art crime isn't professional. It's just some jamoke who walked up and was like, I can take this fucking painting and gets away with it. I'm going to steal the Declaration of Independence. Yeah. Nick, Nick Cage, Cage actually did it. <laughs> what were you talking to? We talked about it yeah, on the pod. That, that, that was, see, it's hard, it's hard to separate. I, we didn't, I don't think we mentioned... Uh, we yeah. Before we press record, we were talking about Nick Cage and uh, how we should... Really devote some more time to Nick Cage in this episode. Yeah, I mean, That's we're going to have to do a Nick Cage podcast someday. Yeah, as an off Cage cast. Cage cast. Have you ever had a toy brand? Have you ever had an N-Gage? Remember oh, those? Oh, what? It was, it, was like, it was like a phone, but it was a little, little like no, a little game. No, 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 no. But it was, a, it was like a little, it was pre, uh, it was pre, uh, like, smartphones. No, I had a razor. Like a brick. I didn't, I, yo, look at you, fancy asshole. I never had a razor. <laughs> oh, damn. I had a black razor, though. I had to practice so I could shave my head. I'm bald, for those of you who have never seen a picture of me. Yes, Bill is very bald. Uh, I am, on the other hand, I'm not. I, am no, a, I have a handsome, full head of hair. Yeah, you fucking prick. Yeah. I got a great mustache right now, though. Yeah, I don't. I have to, I have, I have no connection between my two mustache strains. So. Sure you don't. Yeah. It's where the Hitler stash would be. I have a reverse Hitler stash. The, ver- the reverse Hitler. Yep. It's what we call Anastas on the streets. Hey, what's up, reverse Hitler? Oh, God damn it, Bill. No. No, 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 no. <laughs> See him walking down the main street of Maniunk. I just oh, said, no. Hey, reverse Hitler! Oh, God. Oh, God. Are off the rails. Um, Candace Owens <laughs> is a dipshit. What? Candace Owens is a dipshit. You know what I'm talking about? No. Where she was like, Hitler was okay until... Oh, no. What the fuck? Oh, fuck, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going like, to Google her. Like, Candace Jones? Owens. 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 She's a pundit. She's a dipshit. That's amazing. Yeah, um, she said it in London. Oh, God. Hitler was okay when it was just nationalism up until he tried to expand beyond his own borders. Woo! That's, yeah, a, lot to, that's a lot to look into. Um, that'll be some fun Googling. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look it up on Reddit and probably spend a good 20 minutes just crying. Yep. I'm going to do that. But... but. Okay. Well, we've been right. at it for a while. Yeah, thank thank you everyone for listening. Uh, again, if you're interested in more information on this, obviously you always do your own research if you really want to do yeah, that. But you can watch the documentary, and you can listen to those other podcasts we mentioned. Yep. But um, uh, I'm pretty sure we've covered all the podcast detail. You, yeah, watch watch the documentary. Watch documentary. We'll, get some cool visuals, and they're all creepy looking people too. Yeah, dude, they're, they're fucking all very creepy looking people. Horrendous. Yeah, but something I mean, in the hey. water up in Erie. <laughs> just because they're sorry, ugly. Harry, I don't mean that. Just because they're ugly doesn't mean they're criminals. But like. But they're they're and they're very ugly. So, all right, thank uh, you everyone for listening. Um, social media, social media. Um, Twitter is at Uncommonwealth P. 
Facebook is the Uncommonwealth Podcast. Instagram is at Uncommonwealth Podcast. Um, you can email us at uncommonwealthpodcast at gmail.com. You could set off a bomb in your backyard. Oh, God. And we'll hear the explosion. Oh, and we'll know that you're thinking about us and you want us to answer a question. Mm-hmm. Yep. You could hire a hitman. Yep, and, and, and come after both of us. Come you after do that. both of us. Yep. With a, hopefully, just a message, like a kind of a singing hitman thing. I think it was just telegrams. or Telegrams? Not telegrams. S- what, songogram. Singogram. Right? I don't um, fucking know. So what they send to Ferris Bueller when he's sick. I've seen I've seen Ferris Bueller, so there's, yeah, okay. there's a piece of American uh, culture that I've absorbed. Ferris is a dick. Yeah. Yeah, he's not a good guy. He's not a good guy. Not, not there, a good do guy. you know in the original script, the way he, they were able to afford everything? It's because he stole his dad's credit card. Hmm. It would not have made him very likable. No. But, <laughs> but anyway. Uh, okay. Well, thank you guys for listening. This, yep. is, uh, this has been Honest Thoughts. This has been Bill. And we've been the Uncommonwealth Podcast. Don't try to kill people with bombs. Yeah, please don't. God damn. No. Don't be, rob banks. Be moral. Be moral.